Hey, this is Paul Martin and Ray the Roadie for the Rock and Roll Chicago podcast. What's uh, what's going on, Ray? You know, I was, I was just sitting here and playing with my Apple Watch. It's not a new one. I want to get a new one, but I was sitting here, and you know, this watch can do an EKG. Really? Can actually do an EKG. So, what's well, it pick you, up frequencies or something? Or? No. Well, once you get your the the uh, frequency the the uh, EKG done, you look at it and it shows you a a wavelength. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's really cool, and you can see if you, how your heart's doing and stuff, and me with a medical background. How long background, is the wave? They, long, they wave for it like depends. A, it depends on, you know, depends. You want to you have about, uh, you know, 60 to 100 waves, no more. Okay. Any more than that, then you, you've got a, too much of a wavelength. You know, I had a heart- uh, uh, Heart to heart? An exam. An exam one time. Okay. A lady told me, she said I had an elevated T- Oh, yeah. I yeah. said, I love elevated tea. She said, it seems like I hit the ball farther. Yeah. <laughs> An elevated tea. I went golfing today. Yeah? Yeah. I went out and uh, I elevated my tea. I did pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Actually shot the best I've shot all uh, all year so far. Really? Yeah, it's real nice. Are you bragging? Am I bragging? No, no, not really. Yeah, 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 yeah a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. It's okay. A little bit. Yeah, it was uh, went with a good friend of ours from the Five Guys Named Mo, Jose Rivera. Oh, okay. He's good. a really good golfer. Is he? Yes, he is. That's cool. Yeah. I have to be a nice be invited sometime. It would be. It would be. You're <laughs> always welcome to come. Always welcome to come. You so, know what? so what about this wave uh, thing? Well, that was kind of like my introduction. Oh, okay. Because the band we're speaking with today is... Wavelength. 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 Not EKG. Wavelength. <laughs> they they play to a different frequency. Yes, they do. So we're going to speak with Will and Tim and Tom and Mark. And Mark, right. Yep. And uh, we're missing Mike. We're missing Mike. He couldn't make it because he's got to work. You know? Yeah, well. You know. So was, the rest of us are all freeloaders. We can hang out together at, at the studio. Working. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So uh, let's see what they have to say. Uh, they've been playing around for a few years. They got a couple of new me- newer members with them. Newer, yes. Newer members, and uh, they're from the south side. Always good thing not uh, to yeah. offend any of our north or west side people. But no, no, no you know no. We're, we're from the south side. So yeah, they're south siders. So uh, let's let's get to it and talk to Wavelength. Alrighty. So welcome to the, welcome to the show, everyone. Today we're speaking with uh, wavelength. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Wavelength. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank and you for coming. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds just like all the crowds we play for. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're, we're speaking with uh, with William and Tim and Tom and Mark. And and who, we're missing one guy. Who are we, who are we missing? Mike. Uh, Michael, our percussionist. Yes, Michael. Michael P. Michael P. That's Michael. a drummer for all you people out there that don't know what a percussionist is. Yes. <laughs> so so tell, tell us a little bit about the band. How did the band get started? How long have you been together? When did you get started? Okay. Tell, tell us a little bit of the history. All right. Um, way back, way back in the early mid. 2000s, Tim and I ended up working at the same company. Okay, now you are William. I'm William. Just so people recognize the voice. William and Tim, we ended up working for this company out in Mokina. And of course, of course, you know, for some reason, we just kind of gravitated to each other, started talking, found out that I play keyboards and he plays guitar. Well, a little bit later, an old friend of mine uh, brought me out of retirement to play, to play keyboards for their band. Um, band called Club 44. They're, they're around for a number of years. And every time I did a gig, I'd come back and Tim would go, I hate you. <laughs> You're, I'm jealous. I hate you. Like, I, wanted to, yeah. I haven't played in many years and I wanted to, I wanted yeah. to play. Yeah, sure. He wants to get it in your blood. It's exactly. of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, um, you know, Club 44 went their way and I was, and I walked into work one day and went, all right, Tim, time for us. So yeah. this had to be, what, 2009, Nine. 8? Yeah, it was right around there. Yeah, it was and so the two of us, uh, we, we got a bunch of audition songs together that we could play, and we started trying to find people. And, uh, and we went through a number of different iterations. Uh, but fortunately, Tim was really good friends with Mark. Okay. Who, you know, because one of the people were- Say hello, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> hello. <laughs> 
and I've known Mark since he was in high school uh, from neighborhood neighborhood kids. And Mark's Mark's always been, you know, a very well received front vocalist. I mean, and you know, trying to find, you know, we can't sing for you know for anything. You know. <laughs> you know. Mark this, will vouch for that. Yes. <laughs> so anyways. Not so, to save your life or nothing. Huh? Right? Yeah, yeah. She, so anyways, Mark being a, a friend, a school friend of Tim's and, and uh, he finally figured out who I was from the, from those days. Decided, no way. I don't want to play with you guys. You guys suck. Yeah. <laughs> and he's been with us ever since. Yeah. And uh, we've gone through a number of rhythm sections. And uh, two years ago, Tom joined us. Okay. And then, uh, just a little bit after that, Tom's brother-in-law, Michael P., joined us on drums. I see. And that's our president. So, 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 so Tom, you uh, you have uh, the, the, the whole backing, the rhythm section. You came prepared with the rhythm section, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, my, my brother-in-law, uh, he was waiting in the car when I auditioned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, that was great. Play with someone. I, I, I've been playing with Mike since uh, we were both in high school. So, uh, yeah, but way back then. Yeah. So, you know, we knew each other really well. He's, I'm married to his sister, so I know him that way, too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so now, we, so we, you were married to his sister, though, back in high school, were you? Uh, so, so I, I see, I get, getting us whole feel for pretty what, close for what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're they're long timers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she was still in high school. No, uh, she had just graduated from high school, and I was out a couple of years. So, yeah. yeah, but it goes away there. We've been married forty-one years. God bless you. Good for you. Thanks, cool. Yeah, so so actually, what what really happened is uh, <laughs> here's here's the truth. Tell us the story, Mark. Yeah. Um, playing with Will and Tim, um, we we lost the the drummer and bass player, so I just happened to make a suggestion for Tom joining the band as playing bass, and. Um, his brother-in-law, Mike, and I go way back to the early 80s. We played together in a oh, band okay. called The Heat. So, you know, Mike and I have years and years of history together. And uh, so it, it was an easy fit. Easy. And don't forget the fact that uh, we were playing a uh, reunion gig, uh, a reunion, high school reunion gig. Yeah. And our drummer at the time was having some health problems and he his legs and stuff were starting to give out right in the middle of the show and uh he couldn't play anymore so mike was just happened to be out in the audience and we said mike come on up and sit in with us and that was his audition a lot in front of about three other people yeah yeah (laughs) yeah he walked up code and we don't really play stuff that you just could jam on and he just he nailed it for the rest of the show Really? Yeah. And it worked out very well. But never thinking that, you know, somewhere in the future, this guy was going to actually be with us. <laughs> what, did, did had he seen you before and knew? No, uh, no, that was, it was the first time he actually uh, saw the that lineup of that band before. But like I said, I mean, him and I go back, you know, forty years. So it's, it's hmm. he knew if I was in the band that he wasn't going to be joining it a bunch of. Nitwits. Yeah. So. so he was wrong. So Tom, you, you are you are the newest member, right? You and no, Mike. No, Michael P is. Mike, it's kind of strange how it happened. Uh, you I and brought Mike. Mike to that show. He came with um, his sister, my wife, and and I to see them. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the bass player's last show, the, the one that was in the band. And uh, so. Apparently it was the drummer's last show too. Uh, <laughs> pretty much. Yes, yes, you're right about that. So uh-huh. uh, it was a couple months later. Mark called me up and asked me if I wanted to be in the band. And about six months after that, Mike joined. So, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, because of COVID and everything, we hadn't played a show until just this uh, August. So, so, so you, you're only a couple of years in, right? Right, right, right. right. And so, when did the band actually get started? The, the core of the band, Tim and I. Back in the late 2000s. Oh, okay. Yeah. And we've yeah. been hammering ever since. Yeah. Yep. We, used, we used to be called Frequency, and a little history on that was yeah. is, uh, both me and uh, Will here are electrical engineers. So we kind of called ourselves Frequency, but then okay. with all these changes, we decided to change our name to Wavelength, which actually is the same as Frequency. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you say nerds? <laughs> <laughs> 
So, so Mark, uh, so, so how long have you been with the band? Uh, they, uh, they bothered me. Um, it's been about seven years now. Not longer than that. It's eight yeah, years. At least. Yeah. yeah. Can't be no more than that. Yeah. About, about eight years. So yeah, I, uh, you know, I happened to be in a conversation with a friend of mine on Facebook and me. And uh, and knucklehead Tim over here decided to sneak in on it and say, hey, do you still sing? <laughs> and I was like, tentatively, yeah, why? <laughs> you know, and, and so the guy that was we were having the Facebook conversation with, he's like, um, why don't you guys talk on the side and, you know, <laughs> finish this off there. So uh, so Tim messaged me off to the side there and uh, said, if you wouldn't mind, you know, would you like to come check us out? And yeah, so I, uh, I went and uh, I was really bored. So I said, sure, I'll stick around. <laughs> All right. So Tim tells me that Mark is coming and, you know, tell an old friend of mine, da, 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 da. I'm like that Mark, uh-oh. You're kidding me. I can't Uh-oh. stand him. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So Mark comes over. Wait a minute. Wait, this is supposed to be about the band, not about breaking up the band now. <laughs> okay. Well, then Mark comes down. He sees like an old 70s picture of me, you know, back, you know, somewhere. And he goes, oh, you're the guy from that band? Oh, I couldn't stand you guys either. <laughs> so it was a mutual agreement. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. Exactly. Well, I get yeah. that. Well, yeah. you know, back, back in the... Uh, Mid seventies, you know, it, it was band against band. Yeah, well, it was, it was, yeah. and I, I agree with you one hundred percent because it was, it was. Well, my band's better than your band, or my, yeah. my, my band can do that song better than your band. But, but now, but nowadays, you get so many guys who are out there jobbing and and playing, you know, playing in two bands or three bands, or, or and it's there's really no competition right. because you know that they that they're out there just making a buck. Right. You know? yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and you know, when you consider back in the mid seventies and later, yeah. that, battle you know, of bands, right? <laughs> well, yeah, you're doing battle of the bands and you know, at the time you're writing your own material, right. you know, you're not just a cover band. You're mm-hmm. trying to get your own stuff out there sure, sure. and get noticed. And so, yeah, you know, you're, you got some animosity towards the other bands I mean, you know, it's not like you want to get into fisticuffs, but, you know, if you had to, you would. (laughs) Fair play competition. So, Mark, what's your connection to uh, Johnny Winter, Grant Funk and Foghat? Um, I happened to be in uh, some some groups at the time that uh, opened up for for those acts. Yes. So I was I was pretty fortunate to to work with them, meet them, you know, talk with them. Get get to know their history a little a little better. So um, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So now you guys are from South Suburbs, yes, right, basically. And uh, so, but we we have talked about what kind of music you play. Oh, so 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 let's 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 talk about the music a little bit. Well, uh, who, who wants to describe this one? It's it, it's real simple. Um, it's it's yeah, the music's simple too. Because <laughs> no. because we're a bunch of simpletons. Um, it's it's just classic rock. Um, we're our musical tastes are all over the place, um, but we do try to pick songs that um, people know. You know, and uh, but we also try to pick songs that we enjoy playing. Right. So it's 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 yeah. it's hard to balance that act. Right. You know, because um, well, what's the what's the process that you guys go through? I mean, we pick your song. I mean, does somebody come with the song and say, "Hey, I'd like to learn this one"? Well, somebody else says, "No, I don't want to do this." Yeah, song. pretty much. Yeah. Pretty or, much. Or that depending um, on who can un- sing yeah. it. Or Unfortunately, what? I get the final say. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I got to sing it. Regard, you know, regardless whether we, we agree with them or not. Yeah. I mean, you know, we could love a song, but if you can't vocalize it, right. it, it is worth you know putting out there. Right. Yeah. We we yeah. do have a couple of rules though: is we won't pick any more than two songs yeah. that any artist does because we don't want to become a, a like a tribute, a tribute band. That's we oh, don't okay. want to do that. Okay. We also don't tribute pick bands any, are big nowadays. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we, we also don't pick okay, I hit a which, subject there. which is why we're not working. <laughs> <laughs> we also uh, um, uh, we try to do pick up pick songs that other bands don't do. Okay, and usually if we find something that we like, and we find out three other bands are doing it, yeah, we, right. then the number one, our number one rule is we don't play Beatles. Really? 
<laughs> it's, 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 no, it's not. It's temporal. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, when we started putting song set, you know, set lists and songs together and what we're going to present, you know, as our product, uh, one of the things, and as, you know, as Mark could even, you know, uh, came up with this is, we don't want it to be so esoteric that nobody knows what the hell we're doing. But, right. But the other half is we want it to be one of these, oh, wow, I haven't heard that song in, in, in blah, blah, blah. And I, I really liked it. Right. And, and uh, like we played uh, last Sunday and we got a lot of that. Like people were just like, wow, I haven't heard that song in ages. And, you know, right. da, 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 and they're singing along with it. Right. So, oh, I haven't heard a band play that song. Before. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. everybody does the Bon Jovi and the, those yeah. that type of stuff, and which is fine. That's everybody likes yeah. that stuff, but uh, we try to avoid it. But in some of the, the chicks dig it. The yeah, chicks. I know. Uh, mm-hmm. How far back you go? What's that? How far back you go? Your uh, set list. Oh, uh, we'll go all the way down in. We go all the way down in the sixties. Yeah, we had yeah. a couple bad fingers songs. Yeah, yeah, do a couple bad fingers. Um, Sugarloaf. You know, we we hit pretty much. You know, like the early mid mid seventies stuff. Of course, Deep Purple. Right. You know. And we do some current stuff, too. We do yeah. Like, a bit like, or uh, somewhere close. Do something like Dada. We, a yeah. lot of people haven't heard it. They did. Uh, that, well, they uh, heard, when they hear it, they remember it. Yeah. 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 Um, and, you know, Black Keys and things like that. White Reaper. Yes. Ooh, yes. Yeah. I haven't heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the one you don't fear? Yeah. Oh, I wish. There's no cowbell on that one either. Yeah. But I, I see you all play cowbell. Yes. Uh-huh. yes. That's that's yes. I who would ever think you get five guys together yeah. that can all play cowbell. Yeah. Right. Well yeah. they had to Just teach for an me. Encore. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you still using the music stand and watching? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I I I I couldn't even dance around and get the belly moving now. <laughs> a couple of years ago, I don't know who, somebody gave him a present and it's this little cowbell. A little teeny. About, about so I got this little itty bitty cowbell with the little itty bitty jump drum stick that I could play cowbell with. <laughs> Is it acoustic or electric? <laughs> it's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Some of, the, some of the past bands you guys have been in. Well, me, myself, uh, uh, I played with a band for many years called Afterglow. That would um, be Tim, the guitarist. That would be yeah. me, the yeah. guitarist. Yeah. Yes, uh, we played with. I played with a band called Afterglow. We did the circuit around around Chicago. I think uh, we played with the Kingsmen once. Um, Louis, Louis. That, that right. Mm-hmm. Is that a Genesis um, cover band? Well, yeah, we did, we did we did kind of did do a lot. It was a again, it was a cover band too, and we did do a lot of lot of Genesis stuff. But uh, it was fun. It, it was fun. Uh, we eventually kind of went our own separate ways, and everybody's uh, doing their own thing now. So and I, then I I kind of went off. I didn't do any any music for a while. That's when we got together. I was doing some other small band stuff, but then uh, we started this one. Right. When you were when you were with uh, uh, Afterglow, did uh, your opening band was that Climax or? That sounds. <laughs> that sounds familiar. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we had a female singer. That was <laughs> such a joke there. Yeah. My mind's always working, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's too bad. <laughs> Feel the love with us too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. This is William again. I'm a keyboardist, and that's about all I know how to do. And sometimes, you know, oh, that, you play that's, cowbell. Question, that's questionable. You play mini cowbells. Yeah, that, the mini cowbell. Yeah. Uh, you know, way back when, um, did um, we're in a number of four, you know, you know, four piece, you know, guitar, bass, drums, and me, um, you know, kind of heavy, loud, you know, copy bands. But, you know, then we're doing a lot of, you know, Purple and Uriah Heap and stuff like that throughout the 70s uh, called, uh, we call ourselves um, SRO. Oh, okay. And uh, then when that finally went standing you know, room only. Well, is that really? <laughs> not really. <laughs> you know, uh, when people would come up and go, well, "That's kind of neat," we go, "No, suck rotten oysters." Oh, <laughs> <there you> <laughs> but when that went its way, then you know, myself and the guitar player, we 
Uh, actually hooked up, hooked up then with an old friend, uh, a little bit before we turned the mics on, an old friend from high school um, and pre-college, um, Bob Morita, who also brought in his friend, Jose Rivera, for a couple, for a number of years um, in the late 70s, early 80s, we had, it was called Willie, Ca- Willie Cash and the Profits. And finally, I, after, in about not, like 82, I had to quit that. And uh, work was getting too intense, family too intense. I had little kids and sure. that was it. And I didn't do anything from about 82 until uh, about the mid 90s, uh, where some of the, some of the um, old band members from, from there, we decided we started writing a musical uh, about having, having kids and all that. And uh, it was actually going to be funded and put on at Roosevelt University. The funding was coming from the two, from the two building, um, uh, building developers that that guy Kuninen or whatever, he killed one of them and stole his car. Oh yeah. 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 And went down and then killed Versace. There's an idea for me. All right. Right. Yeah. Really? Well, anyways, our, the guy that was going to fund us, Ended up getting, you know, that was it, and that was the end of that. That, that must have been fun, though. I mean, it was it was kind of interesting. I mean, you know, uh, the Roosevelt University, um, um, you know, like their drama department at the time, they were going to actually take our thing and actually turn it into a whole production, whatever, and everything. Was it a rock musical? Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. And it went through all sorts of like, you know, um, you know, rock and roller stuff to, you know, a little bit of loud, crunchy stuff to. My God, I I think I even you know like wrote a like a bebop you know bebop stuff in there and right. you know and and uh, some really sweet you know nice sweet songs and all that and lullabies and whatever and it turned out really it was kind of cool but after that it was you know, it just never know. happened no it just never have, happened do you still and have all the music and everything that do you, uh, I do mean, you have the yeah I don't even know how to play it anymore yeah I mean I got it all I've got it I we never scored it but I've got all the lyrics he didn't know how to play it then <laughs> oh yeah really <laughs> so. And then, like I said, uh, you know, so basically I was in retirement for a number of while until, you know, this Club 44 pulled me out. And then I played with them for a little bit until they kind of imploded. And that was the end of that. Then ended up with Tim. And what about you? Tom? What, uh, Tom? Oh, okay. Tom, you still here? Yeah. Uh, so there's, I haven't really played in a band since I was in my 20s. Uh, I played in a couple of bands with the, the guy who's the drummer now, Mike. Uh, we played, uh, we had, mostly all we did was battles of the bands at the Bremen Town Mall. Mm-hmm. So we did three years of that, and then uh, I was in a band with. Uh, he goes by the name Larry Dean now. He he was in this. He has this band called Trident. It's a Christian metal band. At the time, we weren't a Christian metal band, but I was in a band with him, and he was doing some recording. And then uh, I found out I was having a son, so I said I don't want to get that involved in a band. And he was paying for all the recording and everything, so I felt bad. So I said, before we get too deep in this, I'm just going to quit. And I hadn't played in a band then. Until uh, this one. So then I took like 40 years off. I was also working. I worked nights. And so it was really hard mm-hmm. to, to do gigs on weekends when you have to work, you know, right. overnight shift. Mm. And so uh, did you have to go out and buy new new gear? Or did I did. You, did you have a base, an old base? I had a base I bought in 77 of BC Ridge Sweet. It's oh, yeah. uh, Mockingbird. And uh, but I had just like a little eight inch uh, amp cabinet. You know, I brought that to practice. And these guys looked at me like, where's the rest of it? <laughs> so I had to get another amp and I've gotten, you know, now, you know, you always have the excuse. I'm in a band. I have to buy this bass. That's right. That's right. So three years doing battle of bands at Bremen town mall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you ever win? <laughs> no, no, we were too cool. I mean, see, we would Three play years. Like, Come uh, on, man. We played Halo the Fly- Halo of Flies by Alice Cooper. We played War Pigs by uh, Black Sabbath. We'd be like into our, our third 10 minute song, and the guy'd be touching his watch. And like, yeah. That's it. You only have 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but so you we kept were, going back. Yeah. Yeah. We just we just did it for ourselves, you know. And, and, uh, the Bremen Town Mall was on Halston, wasn't it? No, 159th in Harlem. Yeah. Right. Oh, gay, yeah, uh, Harlem and oh Park, yeah, yeah, where Menards yeah, is now. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Any voices here? Did anybody else play a, Bre- a battle of the bands at Bremen Town? No, oh. we were playing clubs by then. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ooh. I would just go there and watch you. Yeah, <laughs> you never said anything yeah. to you, but yeah. That's actually where I learned how to play guitar. Was there was a little music that's music same place. there? Yeah. That's uh, where a guy named Tom, bass. big, big, yeah. big beard. There was, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I, bars. I, yeah, I learned uh, that's where I learned how to play. He gave me my first real bass list. Yeah, nice guy, real good guy. I had yeah, this guy, Ernie, and, and uh, 
Well, the first thing he did, he taught me, he goes, you got a pick? I go, yeah. He goes, takes it from me and throws it in the garbage. <laughs> nice. Then he shows me a bass oh. line. He goes, doom, 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 doom. And he, he brings on an acoustic guitar. And I, this guy never played a bass with me for all my bass lessons. So I didn't learn anything. And about six months in, Tom DeFire is the guy <laughs> oh. that owned uh, Bremen Music there, Bremen Town Music. He taught me how to tune. You know, this is six months out, I didn't know how to tune. Taught me how to tune, and he gave me my first real lesson. So that guy was pretty cool. I mean, he taught you too, huh? Excellent. Well, uh, the actual teacher that taught me, his name was Casey Jones. Uh, really <laughs> good, really good guitar player. Not the same Casey Jones. Not, not the same. Not the engineer. <laughs> not no, the engineer. Not the engineer. Uh, no, he was. He was a. He was a really Watch good, your speed. Real, yeah, <laughs> he was a really good guitar player. He played a played a, a less, nice Les Paul and taught me everything I knew. He was really into theory and stuff like that. And then eventually, I uh, after I left there and stopped it, I started teaching music at uh, Middletown Music. Um, teaching guitar and stuff like that. I did that. That got, got me through college. And uh, but yeah, I learned a lot from them. They were they were all good good people over at Bremen Mall. His name was uh, Tom. Tom Navarro. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to. Read I have a Tom story. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of kind of low on the funny side. Okay. All right. Should we check with our attorneys or? <laughs> no, no, that's all right. Uh, <laughs> Tom somehow was was involved in some gig somewhere. I, I was on Wolf Road. That's all I remember. And this is during my SRO days. And he asked if we would play this play this gig with this other band. All right. And we're like, okay, fine. He goes, for you know, you need to do a favor for me. What is it? Well, after you unload your equipment, you gotta take your truck and pick up a popcorn machine. We on wheels and <laughs> yeah. so after we got done unloading all our equipment out of, out of our truck, we ended up going somewhere and picking up the stupid popcorn machine for him. <laughs> That's yeah. the only reason why you play, right? Yeah, so got to pick up popcorn machines. <laughs> and yeah, um, nobody else pick yeah. up his popcorn machine. Yeah, nobody would. <laughs> so we ended up, you know, playing, and then the, sec the second band uh, came on. They ended up playing, and and then nobody wanted to leave, so we all ended up playing together. The whole bunch of us. Right. <laughs> it was kind of fun. How was like the how garage was band garage band days like? You know, we're both, you know, club season bands, but right. still, it's kind yeah, of fun. Yeah, but it's like getting everybody get a bunch yeah, of guys right. get together. And just you know, hey, guys, you play this, play that, play that, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, that actually started, you know, it was a two-story place, and, and everybody was upstairs on the second floor with the bands, and downstairs was the bar and all that. So we got done playing, I went down, and me and my guitar player were sitting at the bar. And all of a sudden, you know, we hear all this trashing going on upstairs. We go up there, and it's our drummer, our drummer and their kid. It was all Tom's fault. How? <laughs> <laughs> How was the popcorn? Yeah, was it? <laughs> I do not know. <laughs> All right, Mark. What? <laughs> I got lo I got lost in Wake the popcorn. <laughs> yeah, the popcorn took the me popcorn away. machine. Um, well, let, God, um, I don't think we got that much time, do we? Um, <laughs> I've been around a long time, guys. Uh, been doing this since uh, I was thirteen years old. So. Uh, God, the the number of bands that I've been in. Um, Maybe it's easy to name the bands you haven't been in. Well, <laughs> but this band is your last one, right? This isn't. This. Oh yeah, after this, I'm done. <laughs> Put me in the box. <laughs> I. Uh, so you sing, I, you sing and play keys too, is what I understand. I, I sing, play keys, little guitar, um, yeah. some harmonica, Saxophone. some. Cow, cowbell and cowbell, oh, yeah, cowbell. Yes, absolutely cowbell. But, uh, yeah, so pro so my first band, my my first paying gig, I was in eighth grade, and uh, I happened to, happened to play my eighth grade graduation dance. Wow! So you know, um, it just so happened that uh, I was going out with the class president. And uh, she she pulled some strings and squeezed my band in. Nice. Well, problem being, um, we only knew 10 songs. <laughs> okay. They do them over and over again. So we played the same 10 songs for two and a half hours. Did it get better? No. <laughs> but they paid us 50 bucks. So in 1973, that was, you know, that was a that good went, change. For that wasn't too bad. Eighth it's graders. Yeah. You got 50 bucks for that? Yeah, we got 50 bucks. <laughs> Where can we sign up? Yeah. Um, in, in fact, if... Not each. Not each, William. Yeah, it, it, for the whole band. It, yeah, in, in fact, um, the somebody posted, I don't know, some time ago on Facebook, uh, our graduation itinerary and stuff. 
And so the band that was supposed to play was called Zeus. And they got bumped for us. And they were they were a pretty big band at the time. That was with uh, Neil Holmquist on drums and um, oh, okay. some, yeah, some some real big characters at they the time. Eighth graders. No, they weren't eighth <laughs> graders. But uh, but yeah, it had, you know, just because I was dating the the class president, she said I want these guys instead. But uh, but yeah, so then after that, um, got into high school, uh, started a band called Shipton and Company. Um, Where did the cheerleaders come in? The cheerleaders, yeah. That's can we not mention that? Oh, sorry. Okay. No, we. Uh, oh, you had cheerleaders too. Well, um, in the, the band Shipton and Company. Um, after after I graduated high school, so one of the guys that was in the band um, hap- happened to get a call from somebody who's who said they needed. Uh, yeah, God bless you. Yeah, who said they needed this baton company twirling company baton twirlers they needed a live band to back them up during their performances okay so we're a bunch of crazy kids at the time um sure. you know, me and me and the drummer were the only ones that were out of high school all the other guys were still in high school and uh, so I'm like, oh, yeah, what the hell? You know, let, yeah. Let's do this. It pays, right? So, well, they paid us per diem for every show. We got um, seven bucks <laughs> for meals, but all the alcohol we could drink. Oh, nice. So they were underage. I wasn't. I was of age. And, uh, did you share? Uh, I didn't drink. So. <laughs> So yeah, so we did that for a summer. You're gonna say that um, they lost their asses because yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> um, we did that for a summer, and uh, you know, we, I'm actually a grand national champion, yeah. and and I'm I'm listed somewhere in something. Um, we did a show in uh, the national potential. Yes, we did a show at committee. Notre Dame Notre Dame University in the in their uh, basketball stadium, and we opened up for uh, the. Um, Starland Vocal Band. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, and yes, it was yeah, it was right, right. right after they had that hit, wow. and uh, we opened up for them, and uh, there was like three thousand people in in the crowd, and it, it was a good time. They could have opened for Afterglow. Yeah, they could. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Afternoon Delight. So uh, yeah, so a- after that uh, that fun summer in '77, um, we went on to uh, start another band. Um, called the heat and uh so we uh we were doing nothing but original music at the time um you know slapping our tapes out to anybody who would who would take them or listen to them um we happened to win uh jonathan brandmeyer's uh, battle of the bands so uh so that no it wasn't it wasn't no it was just strictly over the air you know um we submitted our oh. stuff to him he, he had a segment, Battle of the Bands, at the time. And uh, Tom, you should have checked that out instead of Bremen Town. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, so we won, we won that. And, uh, you know, that it really helped, I mean, immensely to, to push the band forward. Um, we got some inquiries to uh, come record some other stuff and, you know, blah, 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 blah. But nothing ever came about, you know, it, it fell to the wayside and, uh, you know, on to another band, you know, yeah. <laughs> a band yeah. called all access, um, a band called hustler. Um, I played with the web. So like I said, probably easier to name the bands you didn't ever play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, that, that experience with, with the heat, you know, like I said, uh, because we got the big push from Brandmeier, we were opening up for, you know, headline acts. Well, at the time, there's nobody bigger than Brandmeier. I mean, yeah, you know, and, yeah. And, 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 and this Lupin. was this was right. mid '80s, right? You know, so right. And, and I know that just just him behind something or pushing something. Is, yeah, yeah. You know, well, you know, great. we we uh, Buzz Kilman, um, yeah. we we stole a quote from him, and so all our promo that we used to put in the entertainer and wherever else we advertised, it used to say, "Come see the heat." Buzz Kilman says, "Chicks dig the heat." Because <laughs> that's, that's who pushed us over the right. the top with right. winning the battle of the bands was the women calling in. You know? Right, right. So, 
chicks dig the heat. That's funny. Yeah. I've been jamming yeah. ever since. Uh, I, I never, I took maybe a year or two off, you know, in between, but uh, I've been going for the past 40 years. So Well, I know we all took a year off, uh, <laughs> a year, 18 months or so last year. Right. Uh, how did how did that affect you guys? Well, all of you know when that hit, all you know, of course every gig we every gig that we had scheduled in you know Down throughout the, the spring, summer, um, and into the fall and all that 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 evaporated. Yeah, we took it seriously. So for months we didn't even get together because. No. Right. Oh, sure. Yo, we weren't going to, you know. Did you do any simulcast shows or anything? No, we didn't. We didn't do anything. We just, no. you know, kind of laid low until right. until ever, all of us are, you know, vaccinated now. And right. you know, we can, and, you know, everything's opening up. And uh, we even were a little leery uh, about the summer stuff, like June and July of this year. Right. But by August, we started, okay, that's it. We're done. And we're, we're going to go out and make some noise. Right. And then. You know, fortunately, you know, regardless, we, you know, we've done pretty good for the last three months. We've been you know, fairly steady, you know, getting, you know, steady gigs and stuff like that. Right. So we're doing all right. None of us, uh, you know, got sick yet. So, you know, that's a plus, you know, you know, we're not in our twenties anymore. So this, we, we have to take this stuff seriously. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, absolutely. People, this stuff, this, this shit was killing people, yeah. you know, yeah. whether you want it, you know, want it or not. Well, you, you know, know, there's two of us in the band that have heart ailments or three of us. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. I, I forgot yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, yeah. We were, we were playing uh cheers on, on, on Cicero. Uh, and um, I, I had a heart attack on stage. Oh really? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. It was not good. And, oh, uh, oh, how long ago was this? This was two years ago. Something three, like that. Two, two, three years ago. Yeah. yeah, just before COVID hit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, so I, I had to go in through. They cut me open and triple bypass surgery. Did you guys continue on with the song and finish the set or anything? <laughs> no, we finished the gig. We finished yeah. the gig, and uh, I pushed him off stage. It, yeah, I, I told, I told. That's right. Just kick him to the side, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Step over him. I told, I told Marcus, I said, "Dude, I can't carry any equipment, man. I'm done." And I, cause I really didn't know what was going on. And then, uh, over, over the next couple of days, really, things were getting really bad. And then I went to the hospital and blah, blah, blah. They, they, uh, I got, uh, admitted and stuff. But, uh, so then, and then when we, we were, we were going through some changes in the band during the right, right at the beginning of the COVID. And, uh, and then unfortunately I had another health issue that I had to deal with. And, uh, so we, that's one of another reason why we kind of, kind of backed off a little bit, mm-hmm. but everything's good. We're, we're back in. Yeah. You're, you're good now. I'm oh, good yeah. now. We're, we're, good. we're good. ready to jam. Good <laughs> well, Mark, you said that, uh, you had a, an original band back in the days. Anybody yeah. else do anything originally? Anybody write? Well, you know, like I mentioned earlier, you know, we did just the, you know, the musical thing. Right. Uh, but before Tim and I really started hitting the, you know, classic rock band thing and all that, I spent a number of years within the in, um, independent music community, uh, writing songs, writing songs, uh, adding keyboards to other people's material. I'm on, you know, a number of CDs. I kind of backed away from that. Uh, it seems like you're making music for other musicians and it still doesn't get out anywhere. You know, yeah. even though, even though these people really, you know, they've, there's some God awesome material out there by, by independent people. There's limited marketing for them. Uh, yeah. You could talk about YouTube or put it on here, put it there, but still it's really, it isn't like getting, you know, radio promotion. Right. 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 And there's some people that I, I've come across and, and even played with, um, you know, not just, you know, uh, doing rock or this or that, but, you know, I mean, ambient stuff. Um, I've been on some, you know, jam, you know, I actually got to be able to play jazz stuff and all that. You know, put do some jazz Hammond and uh, things of that sort. And, and uh, yeah, even Tim and I did a couple, you know, like independent songs together before we started doing the band thing. The, the, yeah. It's just the record company. There's no record companies out there. No, really. there's, there's, no you, you do it yourself. Right. You, you, you buy, you know, if you're going to put out you material. Put it on Spotify or something, but yeah, you, you can put you it make, on there and you make yeah. smittens, you know, oh, nothing. Good. Fraction of pennies, you yeah, know, yeah. whatever. And there's still old friends from that era that still, still think that they're, you know, it's going to, it's going to happen. And, yeah. I don't know. So, you know, my whole my whole area where we practice now was originally a home studio. So I could, you know, I could actually do music and all right. that. And I still I still maintain my personal website with my, you know, homegrown stuff on it, I guess. And kind of really, you know, backed away from that. And any any plans of 
playing any original music? Any, any you music? know, it's kind of funny, but uh, Tim and I were talking about that on the way up. You know, we, we, the one the one thing that we kind of talked about. I, personally, I can't. I'm terrible at writing music, but I do do good arranging and stuff. And okay. I know someone in someone in this room here does some really good talented music stuff. That's our bass player, and then mm-hmm. that's probably going to come out. It's yeah. probably going to matter. We've heard some of his stuff. I thought you were talking about me. There, no, well, <laughs> I thought he was talking about me. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, Tom's got some a lot of talent. Somebody already wrote, yeah. leave your hat on. <laughs> so so that I'm sure that's probably going to be in our yeah, future. Yeah, I mean, if, the biggest thing about it is there isn't really a playing market for that stuff. You go to you know someplace say, oh yeah, we play original music. Oh no, we want stuff people know. Right, and that's right, the end right, of it. Right. You know, well, it's especially not for a bunch of 60 year olds. Right. Okay. Usually sometimes. Who are you going to play to? Yeah. Right. You know. You can right. take some of those originals and intermix them with. Right. The Throw one or two in there. And then right. they yeah. say, who was that that did yeah. that? I, don't, yeah. I knew that. I heard him on the radio. I've heard that before. Oh, <laughs> God. I've heard that years ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't even hand out CDs with your stuff on it anymore because nobody has a CD player. Right. They want an MP3s on a thumb drive. Yeah, on a thumb drive. <laughs> yeah. Thumb drive. Right. Exactly. But even then, they're, you know, online, they're selling them 99 cents a download. Somebody's making money oh, when the yeah. band's making a quarter of a penny. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been on some private projects the last couple of years with some old friends of mine. Um, don't you worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I walk the in, walking in the studio and um, you see all these bands that are up on this, you know, on the engineer's walls, you know, and I'm like, I mean, there's hundreds of, you know, all these independent bands out there, you know, dying to get picked up by somebody, oh, yeah. you know, and, and you listen to the stuff and you're like, Okay, I can see why you're still on the wall. Right, right. But maybe yeah, they maybe just, they should they should head over to Bremontown Mall. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> they, they'd have just as much luck, yeah. I told myself a long time ago when it, when I hit 35, I was going to get out of writing original material. Are you still planning on doing that? Yes. When you're 35? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm starting to go backwards. Yeah. I mean, if these guys wanted to write some original material, God bless them. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know where it would go or what it would do. So. You would sing. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> now, the nice thing about it is, if you do this, I mean, it it would be. We're all over sixty. We're not going to be rock stars. We'd be doing it for fun, mm-hmm. right. and hopefully, for the, the, right. the audience would enjoy it too. Right for so. charity. For charity, yeah, our charity for the kids. empty pockets. This is why, why I do this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm becoming a millionaire. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are. Yeah, I would. You are. <laughs> oh wait a minute, share the wealth, dude. <laughs> so I got to ask you, Tim, uh, what kind of guitar you play? Um, I have a couple of them. I have a uh, Fender American Fender Strat '92. Um, that that's that's one I played this weekend. I haven't played it on stage in a long time, and he. He was I've been busting his balls about <laughs> pulling it out. I don't know, you know, what the guitar, he was you mean. For. Yeah, 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 guitar. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And and his balls. <laughs> this is a family so show. That's, that's the after not. Show. Yeah. So and then I, then I got uh, I got two Ibanezes. I got a um Ibanez JS1000, which is a Joe Satriani thing. I, right. that that I don't really put on stage too much. It was too much money. Um <laughs> then I got a uh an S series Ibanez and then uh my other guitar, my last guitar is a really old one. It's an old Guild SD. Really? Yeah, it's an old Guild. I bought it from Tom at the at the music store. Yeah. There's this little story about that. Is is I bought it when I was just in high uh, senior in high school, and I bought a different guitar. And that one that was that I have was uh, it was the top of the line model, and I bought this real cheap one, and I paid it off really fast, a lot faster than Tom thought I was going to be able to do. And when I came to go pick up the guitar that I bought, he had sold it. And, uh, and he's, I'm like, so what do you do? And he gave me the top of the line one, just at the uh, same price and everything like that. And and I still have that guitar today. And nice. It's, it's, it's just a, to it's me, one it's, of those sweet deals that uh, yeah. rarely happens. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's, one, it's, one like going, it's like going to a, a garage sale and finding that 59 less Paul there, you know, exactly. That the, old, that the woman wants to sell for 50 bucks. I don't know why. I want to get rid of this, you know. Yeah. Well, the case oh. is a little dirty. Yeah. So. yeah. I'll give you 50 40. Bucks. Yeah. I'll give <laughs> yeah. So, I, so uh, out of all my guitars that one's my I'm it's, still hoping for that too yeah. it's the sweetest one to play I, I just love playing that guitar that's just you learned that 
That's the one I learned on, yeah. So uh, so uh, what kind of gigs you got coming up? Anything? Any um, special gigs coming up? Any place? The black, we have. We're playing out. Oh, mo- mo- yeah. Uh, the end of this month on the 23rd, um, we're playing um, down in Mantino at the uh, Back 40. It's the October, um, October 23rd. At the Mental Health Center. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. It's October 23rd, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. All right. And uh, a couple, you know, about a month ago, whatever, we played two doors down at Copeland's on the same street. So, so you know where you're going. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah we do. Um, we are all in our 60s, you say. Right. They have more parking and, down there in Mantino um, than in Joliet. Yeah. I've, been yeah. trying, I've been canvassing, trying to, you know, trying to get somebody, somebody to uh, want to pay us for, uh, November 6th, you know, yeah. the first weekend in November, but I'm not having much luck lately. You know, I, I do a lot of, a lot of the, uh, uh, bookings and stuff and he does all the bookings. <laughs> no, I do not. You know, oh, there I, usually is one guy yeah, in every band yeah. takes care of all the bookings. Yeah. Yo, I'm fully retired and I have nothing better to do. So yeah. Yeah. why not? Uh, you know, we'll, we won't go into any of that stuff, Somebody's gonna but, uh, but I do a lot of, you know, I take care of a lot of the management, you know, of, you know, management part aspects of things and trying to keep everybody, you know, kind of focused, but which is tough because these guys all think they're comedians, <laughs> you know, except Mark. And then after we're going to have to go on hiatus for a little bit, um, Michael P, our drummer, is going in for some kind of surgery, um, spinal surgery or something on his neck. Yeah. You oh. know? Spinal tap. Yeah, spinal tap. <laughs> um, so we'll be. So I'll be back out then. You know, maybe mid January or February, starting. Uh, you know, trying to book us up through uh, to the spring. Perfect time to write some original yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, first, there you go. Our first song is going to be named Bremontown Mall. Yes. <laughs> there you go. I like it. I lost that Bremontown Mall. <laughs> I I, th- I think it's a hit right there. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> At least on the south side. <laughs> so uh, how do how do how do we go about finding you guys on uh, on the internet or on Facebook yeah. or? Uh, we have we have uh, a website called it's uh, wavelengthchicago.com. Um, we try to keep it updated as much as we can. Uh, it uh, has fallen behind in the past, and uh, we have a calendar up there that shows where we're playing in, uh, in yeah. the future and stuff. And then we also have a Facebook page, which he, he pretty much manages. Yeah. Instagram too. Yep, it, okay. fa- on Facebook, you know, yeah, Facebook, Facebook, and Instagram under uh, Wavelength Chicago. You know, we, you know, I try to, you know, I do, I do the Facebook page. So I, you know, when everybody sends me pictures and photos and videos and God knows what else, you know, I try to plaster it all over the place. Cause, right. You know, and uh, you know, of, of course, course, you gotta keep the name out there. Right? Oh yeah. Well, then, then you got, you know, you got to pay for the event stuff. So right. you know, I pretty much pay for that. You know, anytime we try, you know, try advertise through Facebook on the uh, uh, their advertising event mechanism and all that right. you know um people think it's free you know you you pay for that stuff yeah you know it costs money well we thank you guys for coming in today and yeah, thanks uh, a lot and uh, talking oh. about well well Jeez. we, we talked some more mm-hmm. well one thing i'd like to say before you know i mean before we close is you know all through the, the lockdown all you heard is, oh, you know, we're like, uh, we can't wait for, you know, live music to come back. Live, we can't wait for live music to come back. All right. Well, live music is back. So anybody who's within earshot of this, go out and enjoy it. Oh, yeah. you know? Don't just sit there and go, well, I, I can't do that. You know? No, because eventually if nobody shows up at the gigs, we're not going to get paid and that'll be the end of that. And you can go put on your MP3s and that's, that'll be the end of it. Uh, I see. I've seen too many clubs already sh- shutting down, or not. They're they're gone. One of our favorite clubs was Cheers. Uh, we played there at least three, right. if not four times a year. Right. Uh, they're gone. Right. I mean, no more big stage there, and that's it. Slap shots. Slap shots. Right. Uh, they used to host bands. Now all they do is DJ shit. The other ba- other places have gone down. They've, they're trying to come up, and then they disappear. So. People support your local musicians. Yeah, live, live, yeah. Mu- live music's where it's at. Yeah. So, Otherwise, it will be gone. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And if you can't get live music, listen to our podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. In the meantime. <laughs>
go out and see Wavelength. Yeah, yeah. thank yeah. you. Yeah, thank come you. out and see Wavelength. They're yeah. they're a lot of fun. Yes, yeah. Yeah. They're, di- they're a different kind of frequency. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, I like that. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. So new, you know, our, what was our original logo? Is Gramps with amps? Oh yeah. And you know our you know our poster moniker stuff is uh, you know classic rock with a difference. Yeah, because we, we're all different. We are different. <laughs> well, we thank you guys for coming out and thank you, thank you for joining us today, and and wish wish you the best of luck with the in the future with the band and get some people out there and cool. go out there and see Wavelength. Well, I'll, I'll be awesome. keeping an eye out for the noodles. I'll come out. Yeah, yeah. Right. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. Thank you very much. No problem. Thank you. Yes. So there you have it, people. Uh, that was Will and Tim and Mark and Tom. And uh, we're missing Mike, like we said, but uh, but that is Wavelength. Yes, it is. It got my heart going, got my Wavelength and moving. <laughs> it did. It did. Yeah. They're fun guys. We had a uh, uh, fun time talking with us. Yes, we did. And uh, I kind of, I, I really wish Bremontown Mall was still around. I'd go there. Yeah. You know? yeah. What's there now? What, uh, what was it? Oh, Menards. It's, right? it's a home improvement, uh, a home improvement store that does not sponsor, does not oh, pay for okay. sponsorship on oh, yeah. the Rock and Roll Chicago podcast, but I it's see. a home improvement center. I see. A big box store. A big box store, yes. But yes. Uh, I don't think they're having Battle of the Bands there anymore, but that would be cool. Now, what, what was the mall? I was thinking of the one in Halstead where the other big box store is with the initials HD. Uh, in Homewood, there there was a there was a mall there too. Wasn't that there? was Washington Square Mall. Washington Square. That was uh, yeah, that was on the east side of uh, right. Halstead. There, that's yeah. the one I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. There was uh, then there was also the Dixie Square Mall. Right. Well, that, that that didn't last very long, and then now Lincoln Mall. They're I mean they're all gone. Yeah. Well, uh, any you know it's because everybody orders everything online now. That's true, including you. I do. I do. I spend way too much time on. Uh, on these different places to buy stuff, whether it's clothes, music, heck, shampoo. I've bought toilet paper and paper towels. You told me you were up until two in the morning the other, other night. I was. Just just shopping online. Well, I'm getting ready for Christmas. Oh, I see. I'm, uh, you What'd know, you get me? I can't tell you. I can't <laughs> oh, tell you. Well, so, you know, I got Prime, so it'll be here in two days. <laughs> okay, good, good. <laughs> All right, well, that was Wavelength, so go out and check them out, would you people, please? Uh, uh, and uh, and they're playing around, they're playing a Mantino, Moments, right? Mantino. Uh, Mantino. Mantino. Mantino, they'll be there on I the get 23rd. Mantino, Moments, Manuka. Uh, yeah. Midlothian, yeah, Mount the, Prospect. I get all this mixed up. Yeah, anything that begins with an M. Yeah, right. You know. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Go out and check Wavelength as soon as you can, or uh, check them out online. You can check them out right here on the Rock and Roll Chicago Podcast. Coming to you live, not really live, from the Illinois Rock and Roll Museum on Route 66. Route 66. Route. Okay. All right, Route. On Route 66. <laughs> It's at 9 West. Is it Cass or Cass? No, it's Cass. It's Cass Avenue in beautiful downtown Joliet. Opening soon. Get on their website, roadtorack.org, and sign up for a charter membership. You, too, can be a charter member like me and Paul. That's right. So uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. See you next week. Bye-bye. The Rock and Roll Chicago podcast does not own the rights to any of the music that's played on this podcast. The music is used to promote the band or musicians that are interviewed. Rock and roll, Chicago. Rock and roll.